The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 220 on February 3rd, 2021. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hey, everybody. And Jamie Trammell. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going good. We are into February, and you know what that means? Um... Winter is finally coming. Only three more months of winter. Okay. Counting February. Yeah. I could, you know, win- winter kind of shows up late in, you know, December, in December, and then kind of goes away for a little bit. And then it kind of hits hard for in February. At least it's been that way for the past several years here. And I don't know why. See, in February, that is why, that is exactly why I never, ever celebrate my birthday is because... February, it's always like one of the coldest days of the year, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I thought you didn't celebrate your birthday because, uh, you know, that way you stay young forever. Oh, no, I, I, I've I, always wanted to be a old man, just get oh. off my lawn curmudgeon. Oh, so you uh, you, you you multiply your birthdays. You, 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 instead, it's not. Oh, that. yeah, no, I, 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 I do like dog years, but in reverse. So I've been aging <laughs> seven years every every year i'm actually like uh 960 yeah something like that let's see 43 times seven since i don't do math something in one that'd be 200 and yeah now you got three podcasters doing math live on the internet (laughs) this is great podcast i pushed my calculator button just so you know oh there it is 73 really good times seven Oh, I'm just 40. trying to remember. So, well, just me... so you know, I'm, you can take all my birthdays if you want. Yeah, I'll just give them to you for free. That way, I don't have. So, to I, I'm 301. Yeah. Ah. So it was, it was a one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you're older than the number of uh, of episodes of this podcast by a long shot. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, I gotta say. But, so, so I guess it was Groundhog Day yesterday, right? Oh, it was, it, and it was, uh, that's six, stupid. Six, six more weeks of winter, right? Yeah. So I didn't realize it was Groundhog's Day until mid mid morning, and um, uh, at which point I then then did uh, barrage my wife with a ton of Groundhog Day the movie uh, uh, <laughs> meme gifs in her like which day is it? And there's Bill Murray waking up out of bed in a start and it's just repeating. What? Wait a second, what day is it? And then him smashing his the uh, the alarm clock and then trying to kill himself so many times and then finally the question of, hey, what did you do today? I don't know, same old, same old. Yeah. Like, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah I gotta go back and watch that one again. It is a great movie. I, I saw that one in the theater. I didn't know what it was. I don't know how I ended up seeing it, but I did. <laughs> And I'm kind of glad I did. Well, yeah, it's uh well, it's I'm just saying I'm glad I saw it in the theater, um, as opposed to just seeing it. Um, gotcha. 
what year was that? What, what uh, it was, was 90, 91, I think. I might, I might have seen that in the theater too, but I, that would have been I remember I was living in San Dimas at the time. So it was 91-ish, maybe 92. Yeah, it was Bill Murray post like Stripes and oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and Ghostbusters and all. It it had been you know a few years you know since he had done. I, I would say it was uh, the dawn of his second career because he kind of popped up in the early '90s and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he was February twelfth, nineteen ninety three. Oh, it was yes. ninety three. Okay, I would have been a freshman. That was the year, that was the year I moved to North Dakota that summer. So. So, yeah, he did Stripes like early eighties. Yeah, like about eighty-two. Yeah. Or that was one of his early movies. Yeah, uh, directly following Caddyshack, right? Yes, Caddyshack was first, then he did Stripes. Yep. Right, but, or I mean, Caddyshack was right after you know the the not ready for primetime players. The, mm-hmm. the first group, you know, had retired and, and moved on, and then uh, and then you had the the second group that came in. Yeah, and. I didn't know, I didn't realize until recently that Joel Murray and um, uh, the other guy, the really old dude that's always been really old, um, are his brothers. The other guy who's always really old. Yes, I can't think of his name, Murray. Um, he was on uh, He was on that show with Chris Elliott, Get a Life. Um, hmm. He's nope, got a really sorry. gravelly voice. Okay, um, I believe you. <laughs> Uh, but I'll, I'll think of it later. I'll look it up later. He's too. actually my favorite of the Murray brothers. Brian now. Doyle. Yes, Murray, Brian Doyle Abbott Murray. Magic. Thank yes. you, Webbit. Thank you, Webbit. He's my favorite of them. But I didn't realize they were all related. Uh, kind of like uh, um, Bo Bridges and Jeff Bridges. I only know Bo Bridges from like TV and stuff. Like he was on Stargate. And then You're I find out Lloyd? that, oh, he's Jeff Bridges' brother. Oh, yeah, and okay. Lloyd, Lloyd was and Lloyd father. Bridges there's was their dad, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I know, okay, I know who this guy is. Okay. Gotcha. Isn't I'm I'm pretty sure Joe Mur- Joe Murray is a brother. Wow. No, Wabbit said he didn't think Joe Murray is a brother. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well. they look it could be alike. Well, you know, you never and know. they have the same name. So they must be brothers. It must be because that's how you know that's how the how work you know because if you are named um, you know let's just say your name was uh, uh, Jackie Jackson you would be related to Michael Jackson obviously yep. he right? is the youngest of the nine Murrays <laughs> the youngest yep he <laughs> okay <laughs> see even Webby didn't know. But it was one of those things that once I found out, then I looked and went, oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I see it, too, actually. I, I does, totally see it. He does have that look. And, like, his personality and his voice. and But um, I, I would say of the Murray brothers that I know, uh, he's, I, I'd say he's tied with, uh, with Bill. Really? I, I like Brian Doyle Murray the About most. the same, huh? I, and uh, then I'd probably put them because I, I like them for different things. But yeah. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Well, but my favorite uh, favorite movies, uh, which has uh, uh, Bill Murray in it. You have one? I have one. Mm, OK. What about Bob? Really? That That's a very mm. underrated movie. I love that movie. 
it's hilarious. <laughs> it, it was, it was. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, and you know what, you know, Bill Murray's performance as a literally kind of a lunatic is important, but it's, it's, uh, it's Richard Dreyfuss's uh, uh, ability to be pissed off mm-hmm. that sells that movie so well. And it's great. I love it. If you haven't ever seen What About Bob and you want to have a good time, go watch What About Bob, probably streaming somewhere on the internet. You know, it's a great yeah. show. Okay. Yeah, what About Bob was a good movie. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked it, but when you said which one was my favorite, I don't know. It, it almost would be a tie between, you know, Stripes and Groundhog. You know you you were going to say Tootsie, but you were. Ah, that, that, that's not... That's not. No, that's, he uh, was in that's, Tootsie. Was he, he played Jeff in Tootsie. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I'm, Dustin Hoffman. Well, Dustin Hoffman was Tootsie, but right. but Bill Murray was in Tootsie. Oh, okay. Right. Um. Yeah. Um. I think Kingpin. I think Kingpin is one of my favorites. Uh, he was Bill Ernie Murray McCracken. What's that? King, Kingpin was the one with Woody Harrelson. Uh, yeah. uh, the, bowling the bowling one. Yeah. yeah. And Bill Murray was, was the bad guy, kind of, for lack of a good word. He was the dude. He had, like, the rose in the... Was that Bill Murray? Yeah. Really? That was Bill Murray? Yeah. No and he's way. got the crazy hair that's like... Yeah. Here. Oh, God. I'm going to do this. I'm bringing uh, it up. I'm bringing it up. I don't... Did I... Did not remember that that was Bill Murray. Oh my God, you're right. That was Bill Murray. Oh my goodness gracious. So I, I remember when that movie was around, but I never saw that movie. I never watched. <gasps> oh, that movie. dude, that movie was so great. It's got oh, so much. Know, uh, it, it's it so quotable. Like it great. I think that was back when I was traveling consultant, you know, and all that. I just didn't have time to watch it. No, it it, it is a very good movie. I, I would recommend you watch it too because yeah, the, that would have been the summer after I graduated from high school. It, um, I think so. Well, it's it's that right perfect point in history for me. Um, yes. So they started, you know, absurd movies have been a thing for a while, but a certain style of absurd movie that kind of turned into, you know, a. Uh, um, uh, a popular it, it phenomenon has become a popular yeah. thing now it feels like that movie kind of like was at the right at the head of that maybe yeah. even started it I don't well know. it was right it was at the right time because it was early enough that it felt fresh right that if you do that now it just feels played out um yeah i mean um but, yeah th- 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 that genre of let's take a thing let's be serious about so super serious about it even though it's silly yeah is uh been done so much now it's pretty impressive yeah and i mean it had uh it also had chris elliott who's one of my favorite like very underrated actor people um and then vanessa angel because i mean who doesn't enjoy watching vanessa angel for two hours but uh yeah whatever happened to her i I mean you know we're talking about comedy movies, which I think we're all fans of, right? And, you know, uh, Samuel Jackson did comedies, you know, uh, yeah. earlier in his career. But then, you know, he, he he started doing some dramas and I guess people liked him, you know, and, and paid him a lot of money to do all the dramas over the years. But I always enjoyed the comedy that Samuel Jackson would do, right? Like and The Kingsman? Which has is one of the funniest movies there towards the end. Did you see Kingsman? 
that the recent movie the kingsman not the not the sequel the the original the original kingsman yeah yeah but he was the bad guy he was the super villain he was the super villain and he yeah and he was crazy and then there was that (laughs) whole when they set off the weapon and it was like the greatest thing i laughed so hard i couldn't breathe i was in a theater i couldn't i I was uh, uh, that movie uh i was so gobstopped halfway through it i i i I basically got to the point well i don't care what happens at this point let's just see where this train goes and it just went and i I was already at that point just like i i i have no i had lost my ability to comprehend things and so but but i mean to 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 jimmy's point i mean he did a lot of comedies like goodfellas and the exorcist (laughs) three and uh (laughs) what else is uh (laughs) Party, good felt, good felt, feel good comedy movies. No, right? I mean he was in. I mean he was in Coming to America and School Days and, um, you know stuff like that. You could almost say that Jungle snakes Fever, the, Jungle snakes Fever the documentary. Was a, was a com- you could almost say Snakes on the Plane was a comedy. Right? No, no, I can't. I can honestly say no. It's not. We we watched it as part of a, a patron pick. Uh, for movie party early or last year and no and it wasn't funny no that is an absolutely truly terrible movie and you only watch it for one reason it's for him to say that one line and you're almost <laughs> better off watching the edited for tv version because it's much better <laughs> because it's mother trucking right <laughs> no it's uh monday to friday monday to friday but uh uh muddy trucking it's yeah no that movie was absolutely it's garbage absolute garbage it it was not even good enough for movie party Um, well the thing the trouble with that movie right that samuel jackson was the only decent actor in it right no i would i would uh say no because there were there were several people in there that were um decent let me i have never seen that movie <laughs> i it... i watched it once I, i'm trying to remember did i watch did it you watch it on through? a plane <laughs> no <laughs> no but that would have been a good okay. one to watch uh now. so uh the one of the main characters was juliana margolies she's good actor uh nathan phillips rachel blanchard um yeah it, it's there, there, there was no shortage of talent. It's mm-hmm. just a terrible movie. Yeah, Absolutely well, you know, terrible. everybody's waiting for the sequel. Snakes on a Train, right? I mean, it's got to happen eventually. Snakes right? on Cocaine. Snakes on Cocaine, right? I want to see a whole bunch of hopped up snakes slithering around, terrorizing people. Snakes in with, the fast uh, lane. AK 47s. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Cruz, for the raid. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We are like 20 minutes into the show. And you're just uh, well, you uh, know, we should probably move on. You know, it, it, I would say that was the better part of the show because now we have to talk about. The yeah, I know. That, so those of you that were here for uh, the banter, thanks. We'll, we'll catch you next week. Uh, <laughs> if you're actually interested in the stuff that we normally talk about, um, what, what are we here to actually uh, right. talk about? Actually, this first story is something I'm very interested in talking about. Google has been noted that it is uh, moving on from one of its uh, uh, development studios. What had happened is that... Did it, fight, when, did it kill Stadia? 
Well, that's basically what the uh, all the uh, pundits are saying. It's going to happen at this point. Google, no, didn't kill Stadia. Google did nothing to Stadia proper. What they did is they actually hired uh, a, uh, they hired people to create a company to uh, to develop games specifically designed for Stadia, the platform. Yeah. Uh, the idea was a if it's going to be a platform, it should have some first party games, and b if it if we have this platform which is cloud connected, there are things that they should be able to do that nothing else should would be able to do because mm -hmm. it's unique to kind of position in the in the system. Um, but Google has decided to uh, take that uh, that development team and shut it down. Instead, taking those uh, those people and moving them over to um, other parts of the streaming service. Um, and there is actually a long letter by the guy, the the head of development team, explaining what's going on. Essentially, saying that it's really expensive and takes a long time to make video games now. I mean, yep. like really expensive and takes a long time. Yep. And so they decided that instead of spending their time and effort in that it made more sense to let the third parties go ahead and do their thing. But the thing that really bothers me is that everybody out there said, oh no, say goodbye to Stadia. They, you know, obviously they can't do anything with this. It's gonna go away, you know, obviously, especially The Verge who basically said, read between the lines, this is going to be the end of Stadia because because Google loves to uh, to uh, take things and, 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 well, and destroy them. And uh, maybe they're right. But maybe they're not. See, and I this is where this is where I will probably be surprising and say I don't think it's a big deal. Um, they, you know, when I first saw the article, like most people, I went, "Oh no!" And then I, when I thought about it, I realized, "Oh, okay." So they're just shutting down their own game development company, right? Which makes perfect sense. Because number one, that's the kind of thing you start to hedge your bets. If you can't, uh, you know, if you're creating a platform and you don't know if you're going to be able to get games like AAA right. games on there, you better be able to create your own content. Say hello um, to Nintendo uh, you, during the Nintendo uh, Wii U time. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you pay somebody else to do it for you. Well, exactly. Or, you know, I mean, look at uh, Facebook TV. They did. They weren't making their own content, and nobody else was using it, and it just sat there forever, languishing. Right. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, the fact that Stadia has been taking off, it is fairly popular. They are getting AAA titles on release. Um, I don't think that their own games uh, are necessary anymore. Um, and then also they've kind of positioned themselves where they could get, you know, they could potentially get an exclusive, oh, you yeah. know, how like a specific game will come out on PlayStation only for like a year and they, then I, be available elsewhere. They just lost the exclusive to their first exclusive game, actually, which was Orcs Must Die 3. It has okay. just recently been released on other platforms like yeah. PlayStation and uh, Xbox. And I, I, but when until I, when then... I, it was only playable on yeah. Stadia, and, and it was when, fun. When I was, what I'm talking about is I'm talking like triple A uh, oh. title, like you know, soon they'll be able to get like a right. cyberpunk uh, only available, you know, the on Stadia for whatever. Um, well, you could argue. Yeah, well, yeah, did. I mean, they kind of did. <laughs> it was the only place it was playable. Exactly, um, unless you had a PC that was a thousand dollar PC plus. So. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, uh, I I was all set to uh, you know throw a fit, 
but man, it that uh, this is understandable. Uh, the, my my problem isn't the fact that they're reporting that you know the the development studio went away. That's not my problem. My problem is that they are equating that to, and this is this is a signal that that Google is giving up on Stadia. There is no signal they're giving up on Stadia. Okay. Stadia is right now the no, most no, no. popular streaming service. They they are right, but for the wrong reason. Ah. the do you know how you know that they're giving up on Stadia? Because it's owned by Google, and Google goes up. They on created actually? Stadia, <laughs> and it's inevitable they will give up on it because that's what the company does. They're just not doing it yet. I'm okay. I'm willing to see if I can predict the future. My prediction of the future is that Stadia is a successful product for several years owned by Google and is able to live on its own, uh, uh, live as part of the Google ecosystem for many years. Eventually, uh, you will see the Google Stadia become the white the white box side for other companies who want to use the technology to make their own streaming services, and uh, it becomes its own thing. And eventually, after that, after it's pretty much like as well established, like Google will Google will spin it off as its own thing, and say it's no longer part of Google Stadia; it's just Stadia. And because uh, we don't want to deal with it anymore, and let's let hire, and they will have a new like CEO and, a, and what? Like Nest? No, Nest went away and then came back in a weird way, <laughs> <laughs> and that might happen too. I'm only yeah. predicting to the point where eventually they go ahead and say, "Go ahead and let it go and become its own thing." That's my guess because you know it say. currently is the most popular streaming service out there. If you love something, set it free. Mm-hmm. If, if it, it comes you- back to you, it was probably confused. <laughs> um, if it comes back to you, it never wanted to go. <laughs> it it really didn't. All yeah. right. Uh, so Disney has got their Disney Plus, and they've got the ESPN Plus, and they yeah. got Hulu. And they've been offering for a while an ability for you to, to bundle the three platforms yep. together. Uh, but one of the things that people have been asking for is, hey, I want to bundle them all together, but I don't want to have to uh, pay for the version of Hulu that includes the ads. Uh, looks like they've announced the, the new bundle. It's the Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and ad-free Hulu is now available to everybody. It's a total cost of $18.99 a month for all three pl- on, on platforms. Now, this is not Hulu Live, so this is just the plain Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that, that, that it really that price tag um, bother you? yeah it does um yeah because i just about quit netflix because oh, no. <laughs> well i i had to bump it down to the lowest tier i could um so i'm still paying 15 and i absolutely hating the fact that i'm paying 15 um but i mean i'm already paying like 12 bucks for hulu ad free you add on the seven dollars for Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. you know for the two months that I used it, um, or the one month I used it and the one month I paid for, right. uh, that I wasn't using it, I was paying about this um, price without ESPN Plus, but that's good. Um, I don't think this is a good deal, unless. 
you desperately want ESPN plus, then yes, Mm -hmm. this is a great deal. Um, If not, just sign up for get the Hulu you want and sign up for Disney plus when you want it. Right. I think it's Um, a good deal. You know, I mean, you got to be a sports fan and like ESPN. Right uh, to to Sunday. I mean, if if you like yes. ESPN at all, it, I think you're right, Clyde. It is a good deal. Um, but you know, from in if I hadn't had, you know, I did like Michael. I did the three years of Disney. I just paid for that, right? The Disney Plus. So I already have that, you know, for another year, and you know, almost two years, really. Um, and so if I didn't have that already, I might would be interested in this package, yeah. right? Yeah, but, it's uh, literally $19.99 that I'm paying for Hulu Plus and Disney Plus. So it's a good deal if you want ESPN. If you don't... Uh, you're paying an extra dollar, dude. Yeah, but you're getting you, a package. You can't just shut one of them off when you're you not can using actually, it. Yeah. I believe it's actually easier to do that kind of change whenever you want. That being said, just pay. This is the kind of thing you would normally do. Just say, I, it's cheaper. I don't use it. It doesn't hurt any. Just go ahead and get it cheaper anyways. No. Surprise, you're not taking that stance like you would normally uh, No, do. because like I just, don't want to pay for stuff I don't use. Yeah, but you're and paying less for stuff you don't lose. 99 cents? <laughs> Yeah. Not one dollar, but that's okay. But uh, uh, still, uh, that's not worth it because I'm still paying seven dollars or six dollars more than I want to be if I were just to turn off Disney Plus. That's true. Um, so you go ahead, turn it off. Yeah. Oh no, I did. Um, so yeah, like like I said, if if you're, I don't think it's worth it if you're just into it for Hulu and Disney Plus. It is worth it if you are interested in ESPN. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Uh, we have a report here from Android Police. I like Android Police, by the way. Uh, that they TikTok, you know, that app that allows you to get watch those really short videos, usually music based, uh, 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 based on real quick recordings on your phone. TikTok, uh, aka the internet's herpes. Uh, I guess it is because. I've never caught the internet's herpes because I've never installed or watched TikTok. I, I practice safe internets. I don't. I don't TikTok. <laughs> well, unfortunately, if you're not careful, it's now available on your Android TV, so it will be able to be installed and be take over your Android TV. Say goodbye to productivity, says this article, and TikTok is now available on your Android TV. So, um, I don't know. I, I the only way I happen to see a TikTok video is if it's reposted on a, on Reddit slash uh, uh, on slash funny. So, and so if it if it meets that bar, I will see it. Otherwise, I don't see it. Yeah, I. Nah. I I'm like you, Matt. I've never even tried this. I mean, I've heard of TikTok, but I've never tried it. See, yeah. we could totally make a a, a TikTok channel ourselves. Technically, we we should be. Um, right. We already should be, but I no. No, no, no. It's just simply this: we just like take the stories and we just go, "Hey, TikTok's now on uh, now available on Android TV," and then we all go, "Oh!" And then that's the whole video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, we'll get millions of views. Millions of views. People will be eating it up, and we'll, we'll make hundreds of dollars. Isn't this the one where the videos can only be 30 seconds or less? Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, they bumped it up recently, I thought, but yes. Ooh, I, don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. And they're supposed to be set the music, but people don't do always do that. Just so you know. Okay. All right. Uh, the Alliance for Open Media as a royalty-free codec. That codec is known as AV1. It's uh, it's uh, the free and open source codec that Google has been using for quite some time. And it looks like their work, uh, Google is taking this new codec to a new uh, level by basically requiring it for future versions of Android, including versions uh, devices that are uh, with uh, Android 10 plus are going to be uh, implementing this AV1 codec and may require hardware decoding in order to be uh, using it in the future. Well, this so, is, oh, go good. Well, I was going to say this is notable because if you remember the story last week, the story was about the new Android TVs that are coming with the new uh, hardware, new chip AV1. that supports AV1 and this is why um yeah this and that was one of the things that i found so interesting because uh because i or i'm interested in uh that ab1 kodak and kind of where it goes uh so yeah this is cool it, this could be bad news for people that are on old uh android tv devices that right. may not be able you may not have the capability physically or where the manufacturers don't deem it necessary to update it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, Maybe the hardware would be capable of doing it, but yes. the, but the guys who update it don't actually implement it. Yeah, I mean, like uh, first generation Shield, eh, who knows? Second yeah, generation they, Shield, probably. The, the, Nvidia, I have a first generation Shield. Those guys have been keeping that thing up to date. I suspect yeah. it's and it's got enough bar, beefy hardware that yeah. it can actually. I, I'm just yeah, saying I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if first generation Shield didn't get updated to support it. Yeah. Second generation Your is probably not kind of. Yeah, and you know, same thing with uh, the Mi Box. Yeah, your Mi Boxes and the other stuff that's been out there for a while um so, th so this H is cool and so mpeg2 and then h264 which is a standard that's mm -hmm. uh, uh it was a codec that they cut they came to a standard to then h265 was the next one and believe it or not av1 is considered like or close to the spec of what h266 is yep. so it is the next generation of video code decks yeah so we first talked about av1 it was at least a year ago or longer maybe maybe two um when they first announced it was first announced that google was uh participating uh in because it this is the one that is was developed by a consortium of companies i believe um and yeah google is participating the, in a whole bunch of other memory, what's the big features of this codec uh it's the amount of data uh so speed and uh small file sizes just like uh, the previous one generations, it almost halves the size for the same amount of data. Yeah. It makes the higher resolution. This much is the more codec capable. that's going to allow 8K streaming. Is my theory. Oh, okay, so it's they're they're Pied Piper, is what kind of <gasps> uh, minus the uh, not a hot dog <laughs> app on your refrigerator. Oh wait, that wasn't on the refrigerator, but yes. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's Android TV. I'm sure there's a not a hot dog app somewhere. There's got to be on Android, <laughs> and probably installs on your Android TV. Just saying. 
Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Google TV. Also, apparently, they've been doing all kinds of reference updates for their for their systems here. They've got a new represent uh, update here for what the remote controls are supposed to look like. Uh, so the reference design includes a couple things that are going to be like pretty standard from this point, like button placements, certain buttons are going to be in certain spots for, or at least they're going to be making reference uh, designs to try to match that, which if you ask me, is a good idea, Google, make sure people are, you know, kind of a normal design we got think people get used to good idea. Uh, apparently the watch list button is going to become a, uh, a thing that uh, is going to be standard on all the different uh, new remotes. What do you guys use the watch list for? Well, you don't. If you're not using the Google TV function, you're not. Okay. Uh, so the watch list is a bar that basically the the hardware keeps track of. These are the things you've been watching. Okay. And puts it in a, you know, context. So the watch list will take you directly to that or nice. bring up a separate page that's just your watch list. Um, I will say I like this new reference uh, remote much better than the one that currently comes with the Google or with the Android TV uh, for Sabrina, Chromecast, Sky Plus, yep. whatever. Um, I hate this that thing. remote. I absolutely hate it. Yes. You hate it, huh? I do not like that remote. I don't even want to pick it up. Um, I, I don't hate it as bad as the Apple one, but <laughs> still. I, um, I, I, I kind of like it. I'm sorry. It's, no, that's it's fine. Nice. It, it's just, it doesn't feel good in my hand. It feels too cramped and trying to, and I don't like it doesn't have the play button where I have to hit right. the main button and hope it's going to do the thing I really want it to do. Right. Um, and I, I've, I, I agree with, I wish it had a dedicated play, uh, play pause button at least. And fast forward and reverse, but that would be better, but the play pause would be good. I, I, but will I say, also agree with you that the buttons on that remote are far, farther down the remote than they yes, probably should it's be. it's not comfortable. Or just make the remote a little bit longer on the bottom so you have a little bit more. Which this, uh, this, and like I said, this is, uh, looks I good. think this is a reference is a move in the right direction. And they, they also show this the reference version for TVs that are built with uh, Android TV built in. Yep. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, it's just a reference and people don't actually have to nope. follow it. Of course not. But that's also kind of a good thing because this may not be great. And nope, some, somebody know, might think of something better. Should, you know, yeah, there may be a company that says, nope, our, our remote's better. Like the TiVo one, I really like the remote that came with the TiVo stream. Um, so, yeah. I think he's. I still think he's just biased. People, I think he's just biased about TiVo. That's all. No, I don't use that box. I really don't like what they've done with the interface. I, I don't use it anymore. I think it's tall nostalgia. The whole wavy remote thing. It's that's. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I, I think they're remote, you, sir. Allow I, me to tease you. I sir. am, and I'm agreeing with you that yes, <laughs> when it comes to the remote, there is absolute nostalgia. Because um, it. Don't, don't tease me, bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to teach if I can. <laughs> All right. Uh, so AT&T uh, has their uh, DirecTV and AT&T uh, service. AT&T TV now is kind of gone, but kind of in limbo. If you touch it at all, it turns into an AT&T TV. That was a whole discussion last week or the week before. Anyways, that mess is still a thing. Don't touch uh, it. <laughs> sorry. I have to. It's my job. Uh, 
So uh, they have uh, have been having a spat with Cox-owned local channels, and they have been working. Uh, with, uh, uh, they've been uh, trying to make a deal, but unfortunately, no deal could be made. So if you have uh, one of those Cox channels on your services, uh, you are going to uh, be losing some of those Cox channels, those locals uh, in your area, including, unfortunately, Cairo 7 is being lost in my area, for, uh, which sucks, because uh, where else am I going to watch my Mariners games, guys? Uh, or as I would read it, Oric. Oric 7. Oh, it's right, because you read things backwards. I like to Is read that things backwards. Was that yeah, pre-show? Was, I yeah, think that was, was pre-show. Just a pre-show joke for those guys, you know. It might be. I don't game. know. But yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know. It, this is like every other, you know, negotiation tactic. I mean, I can't say. All I got to say is AT&T TV and direct TV and TV and all that stuff. <sighs> they just need to get their stuff together. Mm. Bothered. All right. Uh, here we are. Uh, you know, the... The uh, uh, the big game is coming. What are, uh, am I allowed to call it? What it is? I think so. I I don't know what you're talking about. The superb owl. <laughs> superb owl. Okay. I I think uh, that, that I, I, I've for some reason some people don't like to say its name because of copyright. I really do not know. It's the Super Bowl. I don't care. Uh, that big game is coming up, and uh, the the they want you to know that you can watch it. Uh, online if you uh, if you want to uh, the best way to watch it is if you have uh, no other cable services that have access to uh, the CBS channels it looks like it will be available on CBS uh, sports.com for free streaming on the internet yeah um, I think this should be a big year um, mainly not not for crowds uh, or I don't know if anybody will be there, but it is Florida. So they, they'll probably, but the NFL is the one that was limiting uh, crowd sizes. Um, right. But all I got to say is, wh- does this officially place Tom Brady as the greatest quarterback ever? Because, you know, over the last decade, everybody's been saying, oh, no, no. Well, it's because of the team. It's because of the budget. It's because of the cheating for Belichick. It's because of all these reasons. So he went to Tampa Bay, one of the worst teams in the league, and then led them to the Super Bowl. Um, Does that basically prove that all that other stuff was not a non-issue? I think it makes a tough case for him, that's for Mm -hmm. sure. Right. You know, I mean, it's I, I, I've never been much of a uh, Patriots fan, but uh, but you, you got to say, you know, yeah. Tom Brady's a talented quarterback. And, you know, is he the greatest there ever was? I think there's a strong argument there to say he is. How much you want to bet he went to the Buccaneers so he could prove people? That he's the best, I, or at least that was a piece of it. Like, well, oh, I'll go. I think part of it. Name the went, team. He to went me to. To, as a middle finger to the Patriots, right? Just um, or no, just somebody says, "No, you're not. You're all these other reasons why you were." And it's like, "No, I'll prove it to you. You name the team. I'll go join." I'll, I'll, well, that's, I'll go that's for- right. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I I thought I figured he he went there just to kind of stick it to him, you know. But in my oh, go ahead. I think what Tom Brady was was hoping for, even in this plays along the same line. Notice he went to an NFC team, 
right? Mm -hmm. I think he was hoping he would get there to the Super Bowl and meet the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, and that's always great. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I, and you know, I think it was you, Jimmy, that pointed out that uh, they're Tampa's playing in their own Super Bowl or their own stadium. Yeah. The, the first they're, time they're, ever they're the that home, a home, the team home team has played. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, so, right. so, yeah, big, big, uh, big year for uh, whatever. I, like I said, this is one of my favorite Sundays of the year because I can drive around town and exactly nobody's Traffic around so but light. that's also been my year that's why 2020 is one of my favorite years um, <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah let's make sure to talk about the commercials next week yeah oh i am I'm, I'm all for that actually i really am so that, that sounds like fun Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, what if you guys are uh, you know, out and you are using uh, Comcast? Now, we knew from last year that they were going to be implementing a new data cap for users in about 20, 12 states that didn't have double data caps before. Um, this is going to be uh, Comcast's introduction into getting a lot of these states that weren't using data caps. They had unlimited plans to pay for per 10 gigabytes. Um, they would have to pay a ten dollars uh, per ten gigabytes they use over the cap, or pay, spend money up front for an unlimited plan that allows them to use uh, the, the internet without any limits uh, from them. Um, they've uh, they they went ahead and talked to uh, one of the state representatives, uh, which was the Pennsylvania state representative, basically took uh, that took them to task and said, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's a bunch of people who are using the, uh, your services and uh, are needing it more than ever. You do, now is not the time to have this be implemented. And they, they were able to get Comcast to delay their expansion of this data cap until July, which means um, uh, pretty much until the end of the school, the school year for everybody. So um, Good news if you've uh, been on Comcast and you've been using a lot of internet and you didn't want to have to pay more in one of these 12 states, uh, you've got, uh, you now have a better plan. Uh, the plan has been extended. It's one reason why I'm an AT&T subscriber now, right? You know, I was a long time Comcast subscriber, had a cable modem and used their internet service for uh, many years. And then they imposed data caps here, right here where I live in West Palm. And um, that was the reason why I switched over to AT&T as soon as AT&T be became uh, available. I just didn't like the idea of data caps. I don't think any uh, internet service provider should uh, impose any data caps. I, so, I, just don't, I just don't see the, the reason for it. So I got to tell you something. You know, your AT&T internet, your video looks different than it does on the Comcast one. I'm just saying. I don't know why. No, I'm kidding. He looks the same. <laughs> um, but... I'm the weird oddball here who actually does like the idea of rated internet, not data caps per se. I, mm -hmm. I, I like at a reasonable rate dated internet, like you pay for water or electricity. I think that's actually an okay thing. You look at, you can expect your bill to be certain amount and, I, but the, the rate needs to be so low that it's like, you, you really have to be abusing the system in order to have a decent bill size. That's what I think it should be. I would be, I, I would be okay with that if they could guarantee speeds. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, but, but, the, but that's the problem. They, they can, they can't do that. Yeah. They can't do that. Right. Oh, it, it depends on the transport. 
uh, you know, if you're talking DSL and you're within a specific distance from the home office, um, then yes, you can guarantee, uh, but who wants DSL? Um, Around now? No. No. I mean, one thing I'll say about Comcast, I mean, Comcast delivers a good service, right? The service was always good when, when I used them, right? What really ticked me off was just the data caps, right? And uh, yeah, and, and you, they couldn't, they didn't have the gigab gigabit speeds like what I have now at the time. I think they do now. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, they have gigabit ish. Well, well, internet might spot to get really slow. Hold on. Yeah. The same with the fiber service that I. Well, have it's like now. it's like it because it's still cable. It's the same as my gigabit service here. I have never seen anywhere close to eight hundred let alone the gigabit that I'm supposedly have available. Um, right. So it, it depends on the infrastructure in your area. It depends on users in your neighborhood. You know, it, it depends on so many different variables. Sure, sure. That technically, yes, that gigabit is available. Whether or not you will ever see it um, mm -hmm. is debatable. Right. So the way they gauge it, Matt, is by speeds. Right, rather than by amount, and, and but when they start input, you know, doing both of those, both speeds and amounts, then that's yeah. kind of that's kind of where I draw the line. Uh, well, uh, this is the oldest uh, discussion about uh, internets and how they're they're uh, kind of monopolies. They're and it's kind of a, especially the cable internet solution. So, I can't wait till we move on to other solutions that are much better than this. But Skynet. moving on to I'm sorry, that is maybe possibly something that finally gets us out of this current situation. That would eh, be okay. I, no, now you've got a monopoly with that company because they also control the spaceships that put those satellites. Right. And yeah. Well, but at the same time, they also have the 5G internets that are coming out that might actually be mm -hmm. competition as well. I'm just saying new things are coming out for people. Thank goodness. Uh, the other uh, piece of Comcast news here is that if you are on the Internet Essentials package, that is the very inexpensive package for people who are of low income, uh, it's a $10 internet, internet package that used to be 25 megabits down and 2.5 megabits up. They've just doubled the speed of that for, to 50 megabits down and 5 megabits up, which is halfway decent internet for 10 bucks. That's not a bad deal. I would say um, the, no, that's not halfway decent. That is very that's fully legit yeah uh, most exactly. people don't need more than five megs up um 50 down is a respectable uh you know and, and what's the data you can cap do on that package what's that what's the data cap on that package uh, <laughs> since it's so slow it's harder to hit the cap which is actually a real problem if you have higher speeds it's easier to hit the, 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 the cap let me just remind you that that's 50 megs isn't actually slow no I mean, it's pretty fast 50 megs is what i was paying for with my business class at my previous location and it was more than enough to do all of the stuff we're doing right now right um my and, but yeah. my school district for years was using 50 megabits of internet uh down and uh 50, it was it was eight it was a 50 megabit uh, fiber link and uh they were constantly asking me, are we ever going to run out of bandwidth? Are we going to run out of bandwidth? And I was uh, looking at the yeah. numbers and going, no, we're actually yeah. pretty good. 
it's not a problem. I did eventually move on to gigabit internet there when a, somebody came in and provided me with something that was half the cost and gigabit speed. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yes, we will move up to that. My my point my point was fifty you know fifty megs is not bad. It's not you know bad is one to three meg DSL service or T one. That is bad. Anything over ten megs is absolutely great for most people uh if you're trying to provide an entire apartment complex on this one then yeah 50 you you may tax 50 megs uh pretty quickly but you know for a family 50 megs would be fine Uh, remember uh netflix recommends 25 megabits per second down if you want to stream in 4k yeah (laughs) <laughs> that, that's my point you literally need like three megs in order to just watch normal stuff exactly um, it's not bad you're no. going to be okay and that's going to go that that requirement's going to go down as new codecs come out that are use up less bandwidth it's just yeah pretty much uh it, with the av1 av1 codec it's going to be so efficient that they're going to owe you uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does, does the internet work like that? Can, it, can, it started streaming before I even thought to push the button. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Hey, uh, so uh, Spotify has been doing their podcast thing for a little while now, maybe a year or so, maybe longer. I cannot remember. Uh, but it, now they report that a quarter of all their users who are using uh, the uh, Spotify listen to podcasts on the platform, which that's like oh well that that's an interesting number but their their user base is 340 and 65 million people which means that's like 80 pretty big million podcast listeners on that they ain't bad Uh, but how many of them are because they recently i was i was angry Uh, i got in my car the other day and they redid their app so that when i bring up spotify in my car the only thing on the screen when it first starts up is podcasts. And I was, I was pissed because I don't listen to podcasts on there. I am subscribed to a couple podcasts on there. So I am probably considered as one of those people. I have never once listened to any of those podcasts on there, which I probably should. Um, uh, But yeah. Uh, Quarter. Right. Yeah. One quarter of their 380 some million users are listening to podcasts, which means, yeah, you know, podcasts are dying, right? <laughs> it's a, it's an old medium. Nobody's using that anymore. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Who cares about podcasts? Jeez. Can't believe you're listening to a podcast. What's wrong with you? I mean, geez, it's wonderful. and horrible at the same time. Uh, okay. Back to our podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, GeForce Now, you know, that uh, platform allows you to play a bunch of games and on um, a whole bunch of different games that weren't available on until they all got pulled away. GeForce Now is, a, is a been available using uh, a, a game client. It's been available on things like your Windows machines and Macs. 
Uh, now they have a new version of the GeForce Now uh, and that will work uh, without any app use as long as you're using Chrome web browser. It's currently in beta, but that does mean you'll be able to play games in up to 1080p using just your web, the Chrome web browser in order to start your game sessions. Uh, no app required, which means I need to block GeForce Now at school as soon as I get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... First question, based off that picture, is Patrick Stewart the hitman? Yeah. It could be. I'm pretty sure that's Patrick Stewart. Um, you know, other I, than I would that, I, I would watch a, a show with with uh, with called the Hitman, and it like has a flashback sequence, which is the movie, but it flashes back forward, and you have Patrick Stewart playing as the, the older Hitman. I would totally do that. I was going to say, uh, wasn't uh, Timothy Oliphant Hitman in the movie? You know, I never watched the movie. I enjoyed it. I did. I, I watched that one. That, that I saw that one in theater, and I actually enjoyed it. Okay. But I've enjoyed most of the video game movies that I've seen. Hmm. So, yeah. That one was, was pretty good. I, I, too, watched it. Not I it was well after I had watched it that I realized it was a video game, mm -hmm. but uh, but I did enjoy the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this this being available everywhere, uh, this should be available everywhere. So good on them. That's all I'll say. Cool. Back on topic. And our last uh, news story for the day is about Rubio. Uh, is uh, taking their mobile game streaming service. Yes, that's right, a mobile game streaming service. Uh, and unfortunately for everybody who happened to be using it, both of you, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, they're going to be stopped using, uh, uh, making that, that service available to you. It was called Hatch because, you know, Rovio is the company who made Angry Birds and mm. they you know, hatching eggs and all that. Uh, and it allowed you to uh, stream games to your mobile device what i don't understand the concept here at all aren't you on a mobile phone to play mobile okay. games so the the point of this was the same as like stadia now where you don't have to download the game you don't have to install it you don't have to take up space uh which is useful if let's say i want to play mobile games a lot of times i'm there's a barrier to entry. I'm not willing to try certain games because I don't know if I want to install it on my phone, go through that hassle of, and then uninstalling it. It's a um, button pressing and then yeah, waiting but it's more for than a few that. minutes. Because yeah, it, I know uh, games like have that little installer file they actually get from the Play Store, and then after that, it actually installs the. You know, it's not the weight. Game. It's the, the fact that you know that I may not necessarily want it on my phone um these must be really bad games <laughs> no it's just i i did but i digress uh i, I, they, I don't understand at all so uh look i went through when i got my new phone i went through my old phone and there were literally like 1200 folders from of app data from games that were installed tried and immediately deleted all that stuff hangs around i don't want it <laughs> okay um, okay that's fine is right. it, i mean it continues to take up space that's but that is actually true 
I've seen that happen. I mean, yes, my my current phone has 256 gigs of space, so I, I, I that's not really an issue as it was on my previous phone. But still, uh, with this, I was going to say um, the thing that was notable is they launched this service in like 2018. Yeah, was, and I never. think they immediately tried to sell it in 2019, <laughs> and nobody wanted to buy it. It was like pre-Quibi. No this is bad. it was pre-Quibi. No, I, I kind of. I mean, I was not a not interested in the service. I understand it's. But- essentially what stadia is doing but yes for smaller files it's oh it's exactly what apple's doing with their game streaming service what game streaming service uh what what is that called jimmy oh, that oh the subscription see, yeah you subscribe to it but you still apple, install a game apple on your arcade. device apple arcade yeah uh, don't you get to just stream it like no, no you, you oh, download okay. the game oh you okay, install the game no my mistake I, I, then I've actually used it a little bit. I, I subscribe to the Apple bundle now. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you actually uh, download the game. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The service is you, you, here's a bunch of games you can download okay. for free. Um, I remembered one of the things. One of the things that was important about this was it allowed you to do multiplayer on games that aren't natively multiplayer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, that was one thing that was cool. Um, but and then it also it yeah uh so i don't know here's my here's my where my brain breaks a a a mobile game tends to be fairly small ish unless it's one of those really big games that you know Mm -hmm. like it's installing a couple gigs of stuff after the fact let's Mm -hmm. say it is a smallish game that you get on this thing uh streaming it is going to use more bandwidth than installing it in a few minutes so I don't, well, my brain, it hurts here. Guys. If you're on Wi-Fi, it. it doesn't matter. Um, uh, you know, I don't get it. But maybe it's just them trying to skirt away from paying the 15% or 30% or whatever the, the, uh, uh, the gaming, the, the platform that they're on is going to charge them for having it in the app store. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they banked on their level of cachet being enough to get people in the door. Um, but well, you know, apparently they're keeping Hatch Kids, just so you know. So they're still keeping that going. So they're gonna like have goats busting out of eggs. I, I oh, sounds <laughs> like it. Jimmy, Jimmy gets it. Yeah, I get it too. <laughs> well, that's the stories for this week, guys. Hope you enjoyed. All right, and that brings us to the point in the show where we like to get serious. Really? Serious about how seriously <laughs> awesome our patrons are. Seriously, oh. guys, I, I'm being super serious. You are awesome. Uh, if you He's would like to, kidding. if you would ha, like ha, to be uh, one of those people, uh, one of those seriously awesome people that support this show financially through Patreon, you can head to Patreon.com/slash/TheBotSquad. You get cool features such as a custom RSS feed and direct line of access to us. You can send us messages. You get special perks on the Discord page. And that's about it for right now. If, <laughs> but if you, if, the, if you can think of something else that the patrons should get, you have direct access 
Yes, exactly. And special perks on the Discord page where you can tell us what those should be. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the VOD squad. And on to some rants and some raves. My button's not working. No! All right. It's been All a right. while since that happened. What? Well, you know, you can rant about it. When I pushed the button and it didn't go. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, I, 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 I still have been playing crush them all a horrible horrible game that you can play on your phone that sucks so much of your time do not play this game it will suck up all your time don't install it you can always stream it from Rogue. yeah there you go that's it it's 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 a horrible time waster don't do it uh i also we have been i've been playing world of warcraft more because you know i've really been trying to, i'm almost through the the beginning of that game i've been not had much time to play it i've been busy with everything else in our life so uh, that's been a thing, but there is one thing that I am really uh, happy to kind of explain to talk about um, on one of the other uh, cord killers or on uh, after things or something like that. They uh, they mentioned, I think it was Bry Bryce who mentioned um, a, a YouTube video uh, about it was a documentary about the Seattle Mariners, and I've always been a big Mariners fan. And it was like, oh, and they made a super cut of it, and it's like three and a half hours long. It's like, oh, well, I might like that. Um, that has been a really great uh, uh, a documentary. I do recommend if you have any uh, like of baseball at all, this is the greatest uh, story of baseball we have in modern times. I recommend everybody watch it because it does get, it does paint the Mariners not in a like a, a good light, like they're a good team. No, that's not what they do. <laughs> But they do paint the Mariners as a team which you can root for and a, a basically a complete counterbalance to those damn Yankees. So um, it, it's been a really wonderful series to, to watch. It took me two nights to watch it. And the first night when I was two hours in and I realized it was two in the morning and I had to quit, it was like, damn. So it was, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I recommend everybody goes to it's right by a, uh, a channel called Secret Base and the Mariners documentary. I forget what the big actually titled it. Let me, let me bring it up here. It is titled as uh, the history of the Seattle Mariners Supercut Edition is what I recommend you go see. So yes, if you like that, you should check out the Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's a documentary about a Triple A team in Oregon. I believe mm. uh, it was owned by Kurt Russell's dad mm. um, and the crazy things that they would do to get people to show up, like intentionally start fights. Um, this was during like the seventies. It's a, it's a great documentary. If you like baseball documentaries, uh, the other thing I will say about the Mariners, apparently they are the ones who let the dogs out. And for that, they should eternally be, <laughs> Banned. are they were they I, the I watched, ones? there was a documentary that i watched recently about who let the dogs out to find out track down who actually let the dogs out because <laughs> there's this like whole battle of different people that copied different people that copied different people but it was the seattle mariners that caused the the phenomenon to take off because they started playing it at their games 
um in like that in like 99 or 2000 and that's what made the national it became a national thing and for that they should be banned from baseball um <laughs> you know yeah, i think uh, this is a good pick uh matt yeah i think i want to add it to my list too i'll uh, check it out I, I too watched the same uh cord killers episode where they were talking about this one and it sounded really interesting and, and you know and i had to go back and think about it you know that oh yeah you know the, i mean this was the team that had you know uh ken griffey jr and mm -hmm. had uh randy johnson there as a pitcher mm -hmm. right? randy you know, johnson was in i didn't great. know randy johnson ever played up there oh yeah, yeah oh yeah they, they had a great team and then what they made the and during that span there they like made the playoffs twice nope that or, or something like that spoilers <laughs> well i mean it's history right? <laughs> yeah kidding. yeah it's hard they've to never made it they've never made it to the world series period no no playoffs it was just a the playoff they they've just made it to the playoffs, playoffs twice, twice right they've never made it to and the and you'd think with a team like that they would have made it many years right and they didn't right? yeah but that's the mariners <laughs> <laughs> i watch them because i don't know why yeah <laughs> well, their home team <laughs> i know it's the same reason that the padres are will always be my team because it's hometown uh the padres they've made it to the playoffs probably like 50 or 60 times no i don't know they haven't been around that long but uh for, for me it, it's the braves and the a's yeah right and you know the padres they the three times they've made it to the to this uh world series they failed spectacularly um they've never deserved to be there every time they've made it it's like but uh yeah no i i feel it. one of my favorite scenes is actually in the documentary which is the scene which is very early mariners where a a, a ball is hit just down the third baseline foul and the third baseman uh, uh from the mariners gets down on his hands and knees and uses his and literally blows it over the foul line so what you a, can do no uh, with technically he got uh, uh he he uh, was uh, uh eventually uh the guy was given the base because oh. um because the rule book is that he actually um they had to modify the rule book but it was he he used something to to, to modify oh, okay. the course of the ball so yeah he, so. he manipulated it, okay. <laughs> but uh, but I was like, that's brilliant because I think the umps. I remember watching that because I, I was too young to actually be, be that. But I remember watching it for the first time and going, "Oh, they had to stand there and discuss the rule book for uh, like uh, like uh, ten minutes to figure out what exactly they're gonna do about it." Uh, okay, <laughs> exercise outside influence on the ball. Good job, man. We yeah. that's me. All right, Jimmy, what you got? Um, yeah, so I'm still, you know, I think me and my wife finished the uh, series Succession. It was two seasons that are out on uh, HBO yeah. Max. We finished that up, enjoyed that. That, that, that was a good one. And uh, I've been watching on my own to the, uh, the Blacklist and I'm up mm -hmm. to season seven now. And it's interesting to see how they keep that show interesting throughout each season. Right? Of course, I guess it Guess it kind of helps when you got an actor like you know james spader you know in there he, he always keeps it fun and, and interesting yeah uh, i think i've i don't think i've seen much of anything with him in it that i didn't like but um 
but yeah, yeah, it's really even in season seven, it's, it's still kind of interesting and kind of keeping you, you know, wanting to watch it and see what's going to happen next. So, uh, and I think this might be the last season that's on Netflix, at least. That's where I watch it at. Um, I don't know if there's a season eight of that uh, coming up or if they're going to have a season eight. Haven't made to the end of season seven yet. So, um, so kind of, kind of looking forward to see where they, they take us to here in season seven. So yeah, if you haven't watched that, it's a great show. You know, I think all uh, th those seven seasons are, are out on Netflix. So if you haven't watched it, that's a that's a good one to add to your queue. Okay. Cool. I too have been watching something. Uh, Hulu's been berating me to try out this new show. Um, apparently, did you know that Paul Feig and uh, Judd Apatow are making TV? Hmm. Uh, there's this new show starring Linda Cardellini and James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen and a whole bunch of other people uh, set in 1980 called Freaks and Geeks. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. eh, I, 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 I'm finally finished that season and i i understand why it didn't take off i don't understand why the show has a cult following um other than all these people went on to bigger and better things like john francis daly i can't i keep seeing him as it's little sweets from bones he was uh you know uh, a much beloved character on bones as mm -hmm. the one the psychiatrist guy uh, seeing him and it's like 13 is funny but oh they, they, there was things about this show that just drove me absolutely crazy because whoever was in charge of props and continuity kind of stuff for setting it in 1980 completely has no understanding of cars so two of the main characters, uh, one has an old beat up Pontiac Trans Am, which, okay, you know, it's got like 30 years worth of faded paint on it, um, except this takes place in 1980 and that car was a 1979 mm -hmm. at best. So it was literally a one-year-old, it would have been a one-year-old car that somehow has 30 years of sun fade. Uh <laughs> And then, uh, what's her name had a had a uh, a uh, gremlin, which you would think on the surface, oh yeah, you know, beat up gremlin. But again, it's old. It's not like beat up, and it's just looks old and faded. Yet the car was only would have only been like three, maybe five years old. It's just stuff like that. that just really irritated me about that show, and. Mm. And but watching it now, I'm like, yep, this I, I understand why I didn't stay home in 2000 to watch this. I had better things to do, uh, much like everybody else in America. So that is the new show from Paul Feigen, Jugged Apatow, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, and Brand also, uh, I also after watching it, I saw some very, very, very glaring things that the that I'm pretty sure that that's where uh, the Stranger Things people got most of their ideas was from, I'm pretty sure they were Freaks and Geeks fans 
because there was so much stuff in Stranger Things that was lifted straight out of this show. Um, relationships and character, tra- you know, stuff. And I felt like I was watching a, I, I felt like I was watching Stranger Things prequel before all the crazy <laughs> science stuff starts, horror stuff starts happening. Question well, about that was was uh, freaks and geeks was that um, was that inspired at all by dazed and confused? I'm pretty sure that they that's what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot like, but they did not execute. Um, I mean, there were so many great people in this. Uh, in the very like, oh, one of the last, I think it might have been the last episode. Um, Vice President uh, George Bush comes to the school to make a visit and hit the head the head uh secret service agent is ben stiller it's yeah. like <laughs> i love ben stiller but i do not buy him in this role <laughs> i'm sorry secret agent no way <laughs> secret service but yeah well, okay yeah um but yeah i mean they're, they're... i i said i i don't understand why this show is like so <laughs> held up as like this holy grail of never should have been canceled. No, I, I understand why people didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of shows like that, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad show. It was yeah. just, it wasn't anything that really stood out as groundbreaking. Hmm. It, it was, it was a good, uh, good attempt. How many episodes is in that season? Uh, 19 or 18. Ooh. They So they did get a full season. Um, well, that would have been a short season at that time because this was a half hour show. Hmm. And it, it felt like the show felt like it didn't know if it was wanted to be a comedy or a drama. And I think it started out as a comedy and then fell into the drama because then later in the season, they started doing those previously on at the beginning. And it Mm -hmm. just kind of totally changed the feel of the show. It's like they didn't know. And I don't know. They didn't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah, yeah, a lot of times those kind of shows don't uh, kind of flop, right? The only successful one that I can remember was MASH. Right. There was part drama, part. Yeah, I mean, there there have been some successful dramedies, but you you kind of have to know that's what you are, not mm-hmm. start out as one thing and then be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because then you lose your audience uh, that came in uh, for the first thing when you transition away, and mm-hmm. good luck getting a new audience that you know, but. Uh, on that note, we should transition away into the after show. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, as always. Uh, if you are catching this after the fact, either on uh, video on demand or via podcast, we do this live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on Twitch. You should come join us sometime get to participate in the chat you get to submit titles which you're going to vote on in the post show and yes there is a post show technically 
Uh, <laughs> so some people will will debate how much show it actually is. It's um, kind of a pre-show too, and this it was a good pre-show this time. Yeah, it was actually the pre-show kind of kind of overflowed into this episode, so you got yourself a little bit of a preview. Uh, pre-show, post-show, you only get that here on Twitch. So uh, like, subscribe, and all of that fun stuff, uh, and you can get the. If you want the podcast, you can get that everywhere the podcasts are available. Yep. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe them there too, because apparently that stuff actually matters. Um, so yeah. I I I don't personally care. I don't think any of us personally care, but somebody out there does. So uh you know. Uh, okay fine fine <laughs> <laughs> all right will. i'm gonna shut it down thanks everybody uh we will catch you again next week bye bye diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program <laughs>